0: The air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make. From us to you, Halloween edition, we're going to recast the Universal Monster movies. Now, the only rule being, we're going to pretend that the Karen Kusama Dracula movie that was announced doesn't exist. The Lee Winnell, Ryan Gosling, Wolfman movie doesn't exist. We're also going to maybe mention the Dark Universe that I don't know about Kane, but I'm really sad never happened because God damn it. Who doesn't want to see a movie where... Tom Cruise with Mummy Powers, teams up with Javier Bardem, Johnny Depp, Russell Crowe, Angelina Jolie, and I think The Rock is the Wolfman to take on Dracula? Who the fuck didn't want that?
1: Yeah, I'm not not even a big fan of Tom Cruise. And the movie wasn't the greatest, but I would have watched all of that. (laughs) As As bad as it could have been, I would have watched it.
0: It would have been the worst. It would have been the worst fucking thing ever. And God damn it. I wanted it so bad. So Russell Crowe was Jack Jekyll and Hyde. Johnny Depp is invisible man. Javier Barnum is Frankenstein's monster. Angelina Jolie was in strong talks to play the bride. And I heard the rock wanted to be the wolf man or maybe the studios wanted him. Yes. Yes. Fucking please. <laughs> I don't know who they wanted for Dracula because they never got that far, but I'm very mad. So. That doesn't exist, these movies don't exist. Or the Karen Trusama Dracula, none of those movies exist. I Frankenstein still exists, but nobody who gives a shit. Yeah, Dracula told exists. Well, nobody cares about that either. We're wiping the slate clean, but we're also not going to cover the invisible man because it's just been done. We can't pretend it doesn't exist because it does exist. So we're going to go from least important, I mean, in our estimation, to the most important. So we're going to go The Mummy, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Wolfman, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, and Frankenstein. Is that correct? Is that the order?
1: That is the order.
0: All right. So we're going to kick things off with Kane and his director for The Mummy. So what you got, sir?
1: All right. So for The Mummy, I want to go, and I, you know, we're not, I'm not getting into to depth i i'm not i don't know about sailor but as far as the um plot or anything for the for the film i'm just going to give you kind of more general what i'm wanting from the film and really much what my director is giving here and i think once i kind of announce my directors you'll kind of see the way i'm going with it but with the mummy i don't know if anybody's ever been big fan of the Mummy. I just, I, you know, even though the, the the last one with Tom Cruise, I think it probably would have been a better something would have been a better jumping off point than the mummy. So I'm kind of going I'm kind of going with that kind of foreign like something kind of flavor. I know mummies are more centralized to to Egypt and all that, but I, I feel like I kind of want to go with maybe a different take on a mummy type of thing. So I'm kind of going I'm going to uh, South Korea. Baby, with my director, and I'm going with Hong Jin Na, and he directed the Wailing.
0: I knew it before you said it. I didn't know the name, but I'm like, if you're going South Korean, you're picking the guy who did the Wailing, yeah, exactly.
1: And he, and that's kind of what I'm wanting here. I'm, I'm not wanting an action film. I'm wanting a kind of dread induced not exactly like the wailing but a lot of the imagery that he had like i what what sticks out in my mind there's a there's a point in the movie a scene in the movie where one of our characters is uh in the a forest wooded area there's like this demon type of looking guy you know i want y'all to watch the the wailing so i'm not going to give any like, any spoilers but there's, there's a GIF of it and stuff, so p- people are probably, if you know anything about The Wailing, you've probably seen it. You've probably seen this GIF without even knowing that it's from The Wailing. But it's like this demon-looking guy who's coming up over a rock really slowly toward the character, like almost, and it's a, like, first-person point of view. That's what I want out of, like, that right there is what I want from my Mummy movie is just, like, that slow, dread-inducing There's because the mummy is you know so much like a like a zombie, so I so how can you make that effective without having them run and you know do backflips and stuff and all that and I'm like it's got to be some type of just heart pounding psychological thriller dread inducing is one of my biggest kind of things I'm going with it for and and that's what to me uh, Hong Jin Na uh, brings the Chaser is another one of his that's really good
0: man not a good
1: time not, not a, a good, good, time. good time that movie <laughs> no 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 but it's uh, very well done
0: <laughs> it's a it's a south korea does not fuck around no they, they, i mean other people make revenge flicks but man i mean i won't even consider that a revenge flick so much as just a brutal uh south korea it's just subgenre. it's an uh A country that just has an entire like just a feel for their movies. I I don't know how to pinpoint it, but when you watch the Chaser, you're like, yep, that's a South Korean movie. Not fun.
1: Yeah, and all all of them have like this just kind of they they know how to hit emotions. They know how to hit the the like you said the feel of whatever movie. I saw the devil, and you know those those different type of movies where it's so real and so brutal, and it feels like you know, certain movies that we get here, but they would never be released and, uh, or they would just go straight to DVD, that kind of stuff. Like there, it's like, that's almost every movie it feels like they make. It's just these kind of, these type of movies and I I love them. And so that would be, I think it would be a good starter to The Mummy, uh, something a little different and, you know, kind of, and we're not doing a connected universe. I can't remember if you said that or not. We're not really doing this as a connected you know, uh Universal monsters universe, like what they were trying to do with the Tom Cruise and all that. We're just this is we're doing a relaunch of each one independently. and so that's my pick for the mummies Hong Jin.
0: yeah, we're we're gonna treat each movie as its own separate thing and we're gonna use each movie as like a we're just gonna use it like we're gonna break it down to its essentials and then build off of that. It's not like, oh, We got to throw in Easter eggs or cameos or whatever to set up some fucking bullshit universe. Because My Mummy is also not similar, but I kind of wanted a wide net of different genres and different tones. I didn't just want, because I love the the Stephen Summers one. I'm a huge fan. And this has nothing to do with the resurgence of Brenda Fraser, even though. I've been on that train for a long time cuz I fucking love Mr. Yeah, Fraser. Yeah. I love that mummy movie and it's fun. He proved that's what you do with the mummy cuz the original is the boringest fucking universal movie. <laughs> it yeah, sucks. It's yeah. not Boris Karloff is the only good thing about that fucking movie. He's slow, he's shambling, you throw fire on him and it's he's not a threat. He only has one arm, he's limping at you. He sucks. And this one, he's an actual credible threat. Like he's got weather powers and a whole bunch of shit. I mean, yeah, you could throw a cat at him and he's gonna jump out a window, but he's a threat and it's really fun. The Tom Cruise one kind of wanted they kind of wanted that, but also like, oh, but what if Steven Summers worked in the MCU and then had 150 million dollars and had brain damage? that's not the right approach you went the creepy route I'm going the more gritty route and I'm basically just remaking bone tomahawk because I'm if you take that template and just replace the troglodytes with a mummy that's what I want yeah a group of guys because that's kind of what the uh, the original is anyways because Emotep kidnaps the lady because he they're all all dick hungry man that's all they want. Dracula wants a lady Wolfman wants a lady they all want ladies. They're all horny monsters. So the mummy kidnaps a chick and then he just fucks off and then they got to go get her. That's Bone Tomahawk essentially. Somebody takes Patrick Wilson's lady and he has to go get him or get her and he rounds up some guys so that's what I'm doing again but it's not going to be these guys aren't going to they're not all going to make it at the end. So if I'm remaking Bones of Homahawk with The Mummy, I'm just going to get S. Craig Zoller to fucking do The Mummy. So I'm going to get S. Craig Zoller to do The Mummy. There you go. I'm done. There you go.
1: It's <laughs> uh, a good I, pick.
0: <laughs> I, that's basically what I want to do. I mean, it's... I, He's proven he loves horror because he wrote uh, the Puppet Master, the Third Reich, the Last Reich. One of them, I can't remember what right. it's called because it's not that great. It's not really his fault. His script is kind of fun, but uh, it's it's a wide uh, the, 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 there's a wide gulf between the talent of the director and the talent of him as a writer. Yeah, like they're they're not really connecting there. But S. Craig Zoller loves horror. You can tell I want to see him do the mummy, but actually make the mummy a threat, make it actually tense, have there actually be stakes. As much as I like the Brandon Fraser one, there is no stakes. You never wonder, oh, is Brandon Fraser going to make it out alive? No. But is Brandon Fraser in this movie going to make it out alive? Maybe not. Yeah, he, nah,
1: he may he may not make it out in one piece. I mean, that, fucking... That's the thing is you have no idea with as Craig Zeller, who's going to make it out, how the how they're going to make it out if they do.
0: I mean, and I have a killer cast, so if y'all want a second part <laughs> to this, y'all better start clicking on this fucking uh-huh. episode. Cause
1: yeah, no, I like I like how I like how different because I because the thing that Hong Jin Na does so well in the whaling is is a two and a half hour movie. And it's it's there's a demon element there, but you only see very like less than five minutes of the demon element in a sense. It, so it's like with the mummy, it's either kind of like what you're talking about. It's it's like we're kind of ending up in the same spot of we, we want to keep our mummy kind of less is more approach, but we get there in different ways. And when we get there, it's going to be different. But I, I I like how different ours uh, our picks are there.
0: And I do like that we're both because I have some fun picks. I have some fun directors. They're not all as Craig Zoller because you know and as Craig Zoller can uh, no, he's not fun. He's not Botamonka is not a fun movie. We are they him. are
1: they are they having a 17 minute tuna sandwich conversation or whatever it is i mean in we the can, money <laughs> uh,
0: i mean because i also i don't know about you this one i'm going to be um it's going to take place when the original that like the early 1900s okay some of these are going to be contemporary some of them i want back in yeah so this one's going to be 1900s. and mine's so, more
1: contemporary
0: yeah so like, I, I like this one yeah, I like that. They're going to talk maybe about cats or something for 19 minutes. I don't what the fuck did they talk about in 1900s a train like oh man that did you see that? God damn it. I don't even know what the Charlie Chaplin short like I don't know what hey, the Hey yeah, that, there he goes.
1: Like, Dave hey, did you see the uh, the film or whatever they called it back then?" Those oh, those talkies. Those talkies. <laughs> One of these days, no. All yeah. right, now I like that. So, on to Creature of Black Lagoon. So with this one, I kind of want more of a sci-fi feel. With it is kind of what I'm going with. Uh, something that's going to be a little bit more maybe trippy. Um, I think all the ones that I picked, all the I think they're really good at character studies. I, I think this guy that I picked for this one does a good job of kind of um, kind of uh, bobbing and weaving. Kind of he'll hit you with a left, but then kind of you know jarring you. Uh, with something that you're not really seeing coming or kind of this overall kind of uh, feeling to it uh, and I, I love I love his movies. Um, you know he uh, and kind of when I again, I feel like everyone as soon as I say you're gonna know what type of movie I'm going for, but I'm going with Alex Garland for my creature okay. in Black Lagoon. You know I, I see it but you talk me through it because well, I think it's a combination of something like annihilation combined with ex machina where it's it's very personal like ex machina but there's this other world almost lovecraftian element to it from annihilation that's kind of what i'm going for so is the creature is it alien is it something from a a lovecraft type monster that kind of thing you know like you know it's it's kind of I see. Uh, like I said, I almost see like annihilation. Like not Natalie Portman, but I, you know, somebody like a Natalie Portman, you know, because that's the whole point of uh, the original is they're kind of on this these these doctors and scientists on this this trek, and they end up coming across this creature. Well, that's kind of the the same vibe that I'm getting. But there's a lot of, again, less is more because that's what I, I want to get back to with all of these, in a sense and so well if you're going to do the less more with a creature well there has to be this journey to the black lagoon right so could you have something kind of trippy play playful that kind of thing i even kind of thought maybe throwing in um like an android machine type of thing lead them uh, kind of like um crap uh, i just lost my uh, from like alien uh, i'm thinking i can't think of uh, what he's called the um but the you know the synthetic android type things.
0: You know, something like what that. Bishop? Kind of, yeah, Bishop, Bishop,
1: Bishop yeah. yeah. You know, like that. Um, And so having something like that along the way and just, you know, there's going to be weird stuff before you ever get to the creature. Now, is the creature a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We have no idea, uh, but it's going to be playing with your mind the entire time. So that's kind of my take on the Creature of Black Lagoon with Alex Garland. I like the theory that the reason why
0: people see weird anomalies and shit that the the high strangeness as a lot of people call it like the bigfoot the Loch Ness Monster aliens Mm -hmm. and so forth is that there's uh it's like tying it into science yeah because Stephen Hawking talked about black holes that are like there's black holes all around us they're smaller like a billion times smaller than like the pore on your skin or some shit Mm -hmm. and they're constantly in flux like they're opening and closing now what would happen if that black hole wormhole rather like expanded and was really big
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just opened for us like a second, and then from that wormhole went to some other dimension or alternate reality, and then that thing from that alternate reality just happened to be in our universe for like a second, and that's why we can see a thing like a Bigfoot like some people maintain swear up and down that they've seen a werewolf or they've seen a leprechaun or they've seen that shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not lying. They're not crazy. It's just popped into our reality for a second. Yeah. So like a creature from the black lagoon, like popped into our reality for a second and has been fucking around, like lost in this reality and, and doesn't know what to fucking do. And right. then you send in your scientists and I could see an Alex Garland doing that. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and if you want Kristen Stewart to be lead your movie, that's that's fine. I'll, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. So, I'm she can be I'm a lead going... in
1: any of my movies.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to be the Bride of Frankenstein, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have her. Do she could be all of them. That's fine. She could.
1: She could be Dracula.
0: She could be Dracula. I'd watch that. Oh fuck, I'd watch that. Daughters of Darkness, Dracula. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um. I because I know I don't know if you knew this that John Carpenter really, really wanted to do a creature from the Black Lagoon. And the I, thing, yeah, I've read that
1: before,
0: and it yeah, it, it kind of like fell apart. And then Mick Garris wrote, uh, actually, Mick Garris wrote uh, an unused draft for the mummy that never got made for I think Joe Dante that didn't happen, and then I think he also worked on a creature from the Black Lagoon. But from, Mick Garris has said I, on one of his podcasts, p- post-mortem, um, or somewhere, because I've heard Mick Garris talk in a million different podcasts, that the creature from the Black Lagoon, the John Carpenter one, there was like, it's kind of like Tarantino's from Dust Till Dawn, where there was like an Aztec thing, and they were like worshipped as gods or some shit. And it's like this ancient civilization that was somewhere deep in some place that, fucking white people haven't set foot on probably ever. Because there's certain places on earth right now that white people aren't allowed to walk on. Right. I don't know if you remember that story from like six years ago where that white missionary was like, I'm going to go on this island. And literally everyone was like, not only should you not do that, you can't do that because even if you come back, they'll arrest you. You're not allowed to be here. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with their shit. And then they just murdered them because <laughs> they're like, we don't What are you, you white devil? So it's not out of the realm of possibility that there is a place in the Nile or the Amazon or whatever that we've never seen, and they probably worship this fucking creature from the Black Lagoon thing. So I'm going to keep it close to the original, which I think still holds up. is great. I mean, I I might cut out his foot fetish aspect because he's really in defeat. But I want that man on a mission... But instead of the Zoller gritty shit, I'm just gonna make it fun. I'm gonna make what I think like the closest proximity of a John Carpenter would be, and I'm going with Tommy Vercola, who you know from Dead Snow, Dead Snow Two, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, and What Happened to Monday. And I'm specifically picking him for Dead Snow Two, Red versus Dead, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my favorite underrated sequel. Cause no one ever talks about that fucking movie. And if you look at that movie compared to the original, it's evil dead too. Yeah. Like it's, it's pulling out the fucking stops. It's r- Ramey all over that fucking thing. There's zombies, Nazi zombies with tanks. And there's like, it's crazy. The man likes to make fun over the top movies. I liked Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. Is it good? Eh, No, maybe no. Maybe not, but I think it's fun. Like Jeremy Brenner has to keep injecting himself with insulin because he was a fat little baby because of the fucking witch who over and now he is uh he's dependent on insulin. That's a stupid idea, but it's fun. There's a bunch of Fomka Jensen as a witch. That's fun. They got a little troll, I mean a big troll that's helping them hunt winches. That's fun. I want something fun. Stephen Summers isn't making movies anymore. I would throw it to him if he was. Tommy Vercola seems to be the next best thing. I think his what happened to Monday was uh, a decent hit on Netflix. So I don't know if he's making any, anything off uh, since then. He probably he's got a couple
1: of things in pre-production.
0: Yeah, so he's still working. Yeah. Throw, throw him a creature from the Black Lagoon. I want a fun. I'm also surprised that we've never had a remake of this. Like, it's crazy to me.
1: It is very, it seems pretty simple, like a simple idea of, you know, some type of creature feature in a sense, other than, I mean, yeah, I know like there's been variations like shape of water and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of the closest we'll get. We've, yeah, we've bumped up against
0: it, but we've never had like guys going down the Amazon and uh oh, fish monsters. Why? I don't know. We have a thousand mummies. A Thousand Frankenstein's, not a goddamn creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't get it. But Tommy Vercola, I think he's fun. He's my, he's my guy. They're not all going to be S. Craig Zollers. They're, they're, they're going to run the gamut. I'm uh, Fun guys, sc- legit scary directors. This is my fun pick, Tommy Vercola. So on to Wolfman.
1: Well, um, actually, I was going to say, you know, oh. while you were describing yours, it kind of made me think of The Ruins. Oh, yeah. where we're like going on like the pyramid type thing is like you're nobody's ever really been there and whatnot i mean they're not worshiping anything you know they're scared of it but kind of that you're not allowed to go in here and if you do something bad's going to happen and if you like you said if if you come out or if you do we're going to murder you like because you're not supposed to be here but there's a reason why all that kind of stuff that's kind of what you're making me think of i thought that's kind of where you were going i can't remember that director's name but i kind of thought maybe that's who you were going with but no but I, I like that I like that quite a bit. He's I said, I also, yeah, Dead Snow too. Go watch. Well, you know, I don't even you don't even really have to watch the first one, but watch the first one. They're fun.
0: Yeah, the first one is a build up to the, yeah. the last 15 minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I also want the creatures to kind of be like babies, kind of like underwater, where they're a threat until you get to the massive threat, which is like a giant one of these fucking things. <laughs> Like a giant, like Cthulhu thing. Right, You're like, oh yeah. shit! How are we gonna deal with this goddamn thing? Yeah. So that's also. Gotcha. Just, I, want, I want, more fun. Yeah, monsters, more fun man.
1: monster. I got you. I feel you, dog. I feel you. All right. On now, to the Wolfman. Um, I want sheer brutality. And you, you already stole my guy. So as Craig Zoller, <laughs> is who I picked for the wolf man, because I'm kind of thinking kind of the, the, um, you know, kind of the, the inverse of what you're kind of thinking with the mummy is, I, but I want the wolf man to be like the chocolate, but he's, you know, he's kind of in and out of being the bone tomahawk trial, you know, Tracodite. like when he becomes a wolf man, he's, just ripping people to shreds but when he comes out of it he has this whatever i i i don't want to be this way type of kind of pull to him and so i think and having that struggle and all that and but you know but i want i want to bring the brutality and is he is he Does he become a a bad guy overall? Is he become a good guy? Is he, you know, that kind of thing? And I think with um, Zoller's movies, sometimes you know who the good guys are, and sometimes you have the guys who walk the line, you just have just awful people. So I think there's a lot of characters that could be in there, like the awful people who are, who are after the wolf man. And what is the wolf man, you know, after that kind of stuff. And, you know, and I kind of, this one, but this one is, I do, I kind of want it set in the, the wild West type of area. area. So kind of like bone tomahawk, but with the wolf man is kind of what I'm going with, with S. Craig Zoller.
0: Oh, yeah, we keep using bone <laughs> as a reference point. I mean, because that's it's that's kind of what I want.
1: Like, I'm 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 not one, you know, I don't know, but Wolfman and Cell Block 99. That kind of sounds pretty good too.
0: It
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing. That
0: I mean, sounds I have, amazing. I, I mean, you're literally just <laughs> making my movie. The mommies just with Wolfmans, and I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, we we love S. Craig Zoller, so...
1: We do. That was one of the... I was like, I, I'm going to have to put him in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it was just, to me, yeah, Wolfman was the logical choice for the way I was looking at it. And I just... But I was like, yeah, but set it back in an older time. Nothing kind of new, because I could see him being out in a desert type of area where there's no real place to hide, like he has no place really to hide. And then when he does change, the people who are after him have no place to hide type of thing. And it makes more of like today, like I got like to me today, if he's in, if Wolfman's in today, it's going to be easy to just get a bunch of like you would have to work out where they are with a group that don't have guns. You know, and like their guns are everywhere, that kind of stuff. It'd be easy. Everybody, you know, if he's in Texas, people make their own bullets. So they're just going to make silver bullets and kill it, that kind of thing. But if you get it back then where it's like, all I've got is a six shooter and I've got to try to take this guy out or all I got is a two, you know, a two shot rifle, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, there's going to be, it, Wolfman's going to be able to run free a little bit more.
0: I also love... It's a subgenre we don't have enough of, but like horror movies set in the old west.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I mean, the best one I get. I mean, Bone Tomahawk is that, but I never think of that as a horror movie. I think of it more as like a, a suspense thriller. Mm-hmm. But like Ravenous, I guess Ravenous, would be the best yeah. There's not a lot. Yeah, the the wind, dead birds. There's not. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot. The burrowers.
1: Wet. The Pel- yeah. door was one that came out. I think like a year or so ago.
0: Yeah, you told me it wasn't good, so I didn't yeah, see it. it so. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, my original idea for I mean, I really have nothing to say because you just picked my mommy movie, but with Wolfman, it's <laughs> I'm yeah, I want to see it because it's Escraigzolic. Yeah. So my original idea for Wolfman was slightly different. I was gonna pick the director of Tigers Are Not Afraid, Issa Lopez, because I really, 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 really like that movie but i was like fuck it man i think the wolfman if you do it correctly if you do it right this could be my oscar buzz movie man this could be my a24 oh, okay. produced my black and white i'm going i'm going prestigious with my wolfman um because i've seen werewolves used as a metaphor for everything from puberty to periods to a drug addiction They're very, they're like a vampire in that sense where you can just use them as a catch-all for anything. And I'm like, of all of those things that I've seen, I've never seen any of them really embrace what the original kind of was about without being what it's about, which is what it's like to be a Jew in Poland in the 1940s. That's basically what the Wolfman is about because there's a war happening in that movie they never talk about it they never say what the war is it's world war Two, but they never say it you never see it they're kind of talking it's all it's all it's in the periphery it's out there if you turn the camera to the left or the right you're gonna see some fucking nazis but they never mention it they're in a make-believe country and shit but it's being hunted being pros- uh persecuted, being Attacked because you're a monster, quote unquote, even though you've done nothing wrong. But what happens if you actually were that monster, but also a victim at the same time? That's the Wolfman. That's why that movie is so fucking brilliant. So okay, what would it be like? Let's. So mine is like The Pianist, the um, the Roman Polanski, Adrian Brody movie, where he's trying. It's it's a Jew. I'm I'm guessing maybe. Um, Uh, Adrian, uh, not Adrian Brody, um, Adam Driver would be my wolfman. He's trying to avoid the the Nazis, which in itself is a horror movie. So that would be like the first part of it is him just trying to survive, trying to avoid getting captured, how fucking scary that would be. Turning the Nazis into the monsters that they actually are. And then him getting captured, showing the horror of what that would be like. And then after that, something happens. Maybe they experiment on him or whatever. And then he turns into a Wolfman and then turn it into more of like an action movie at the end or whatever. So all of those things combined, I'm doing black and white. I'm doing period because obviously it's a World War two. I'm going Robert Eggers. I need a, yeah. I need a big you gun go. for this one. I need the, the. He's done two movies and I already consider him Big Gun. But if you've seen The Witch, you've seen Lighthouse, and if you've heard one sentence of uh, Northman, was it Northman? Or the Northman, Mike? yeah. 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 I want him to direct everything from, from here on out. I want him to get some more Oscar. I want him to get Oscar Buzz for something. And I think if he gets, I mean, because he's already worked with some of the best actors around you get him a Adam driver you, you get a movie that has some sort of social relevance use a metaphor of some sort maybe even though jordan peele's name on there that seems to help get a 24 maybe behind it i don't know maybe you got maybe you got a some oscar bus so that's my wolfman adam driver jews nazis then he kills all the nazis because he's a wolfman okay but i have one
1: question for you yes what is the Wolfman's chore or day job that he's going to be doing? <laughs> Cause you know, Robert Eggers is going to have that fool chopping some wood or painting a fence or doing something throughout the entire movie. <laughs>
0: well, Adam driver is
1: a compulsive
0: shoemaker. So he can't stop making shoes. He making
1: shoes the whole time.
0: <laughs> so you're going to watch him. Oh, maybe that's why they keep him alive because they're like, Oh, yeah i see you very good at making shoes (laughs) come make some shoes for us and he's like oh man just kill me and he's sitting there like
1: gnawing on it (laughs) like when when they're like he's like sitting there in the corner gnawing on it okay now that's I, i love love robert eggers i could i can picture that movie i can especially with how good he is at capturing the um uh, the time of whatever he does it's like he he the period i guess that's what i'm thinking for is like the, whatever period piece he's looking for he it's so authentic the witch and the lighthouse because um, the lighthouse we really don't get like and i don't think we ever get like a date but you get like this authentic period type of piece and the witch uh, is i have my issues with the witch but you cannot, the technical aspect, you cannot argue whether you like that movie or not. And I'm I'm so looking forward to The Northman uh, b- because of that as well. So I think him hitting right in there and he knows how to do something that's different. And he, he has kind of that, I don't know if you're wanting kind of the black comedy type stuff that you got with The Lighthouse or not, but he can go super serious or he can go where it's a little quirky uh, as well. So I, that's a great pick. So
0: love Robert Eggers. Love Robert Eggers.
1: Throw him in there.
0: Yeah, throw him in there.
1: I know I don't have him for any of mine. I, I I was trying to dance around which one I could fit him in. I was just like I just I just couldn't couldn't think of which one. But no, that's a good one. So on to Bride of Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, I gotta re-edit my list. Go ahead, keep talking.
1: I don't know why I have
0: that at the the top as if that's <laughs> that's the money. That's yeah. what everyone wants.
1: No, uh, so for uh, Bride, what am I going with? Um, I feel like it's easier for me to say my director because then I think people can, if you know uh, her work, going with a female director here. If you know her work, you kind of will feel which way I'm going, and I'm going with Jennifer Kent. So I'm going with, I think, with more or less, I I, I think ba- the Babadook is probably stands out as more, but I think I feel like I'm going more Nightingale in a sense where I don't know if it's going to be as brutal as what the Nightingale was of what the um, main character goes through there, but I kind of what the bride I I feel like that's what the bride it's going to lead up to the bride becoming toward the end the the bride type of thing. It's more going to be about her, whoever the bride is, having this, this tortured, hard life, all this kind of stuff, going through some some difficulties, some trauma, all that, just to be brought back. Kind of wanting she the characters kind of wanting death, but then she get, comes back and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, type of thing. It's like, I don't, I wanted to get out of this, but she also now, because of what she is she kind of has can get some uh revenge in a sense you know that type of thing i'm not going i'm kind of dancing around i'm not going like straight rape revenge type of thing but it's uh, Mm -hmm. in a sense that way is kind of what i'm leaning toward where it's yeah imagine the
0: fucking lead of that movie nightingale going through everything she goes through hard cut to the last 20 minutes of the movie she dies She's brought back to life to be some fucking corpse's bride. And mm-hmm. she's like, what in the fuck? Yeah. Are you serious? I yeah. gotta go through this bullshit?
1: Yeah. You gotta yeah.
0: fucking kill my ass now. Right,
1: right. But because of because of the, the experiment and all that, I'm not saying she has like superhuman powers or anything, mm-hmm. but she has this ability now to get her revenge on the people who did this to her, plus whoever the hell she wants. You know, all kind of men's all that, you know, like I'm taking out all the men, that kind of thing. And uh, the people who stood by that kind of thing. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm going. And I, I was trying to think, well, would I do this kind of in a period piece or would I do this more updated? I, I kind of, kind of went back and forth. I do think kind of the, um not the, I, I think kind of turn of the century, like early, early 1900s. Cause I don't really, I have kind of the older, so I'm, I would go like 1800s with, one kind of newer with creature lagoon, black lagoon the mummy would be you know uh i think more my modern one so far so i think this one may be a little bit older you know 20s 30s ish you know depression era I, I think it's kind of what i'm feeling you know before before world war ii but probably after like in between the world wars that type of era is what i'm looking at
0: i think we're Because I haven't heard you mention Frankenstein's monster at all in this, and I so I think we're probably on the same page where we're not going to include him in our movie,
1: right? Or so he's not in your movie. Not in. Not in. Not. I, I. What my my kind of vision was when she was kind of brought back is the Frankenstein would be or the monster would be kind of laying next to him or kind of or undercover like you would you would kind of say, okay, there he is. Now, whether that uh, leads to a, like a sequel or the, or at least to my actual Frankenstein movie, something like that. Because those are the only two that if we're, you know, I know we're not doing a universe, but if there's going to be one that's going to be connected, it would be those two in a sense. So mm-hmm. I, I think that would have kind of that, but he would not be a, a central figure at all. the the monster wouldn't be yeah i
0: didn't factor him in because we're doing him separately so i was like "Eh, i don't really need him i've like you i focused on what the bride was before this before she became the bride of frankenstein and i'm using quotation marks and i'm like all right i want gothic love story uh, maybe there's a, a love element maybe fr- Frankenstein not the monster the the scientist maybe he's in love with her I'm I'm not remaking the bride that sting movie which is fine that Jennifer Bill movie is fine I'm not doing that but I guess I am but like a better version of that like there's some sort of love triangle or some shit I don't know but I want go- I want gothic love story I want ambiance I want great sets want it to be amazing. The person who I know who could do that doesn't exist anymore. So that's why I'm rolling the dice as hard as I've ever rolled on this fucking table. I want one good movie, one last good movie from fucking Tim Burton. That's all I want. All right. Imagine Sleepy Hollow, the guy who made that movie making a fucking bride of Frankenstein. That's what I want. You can even bring back Winona uh, Wright. Yeah. uh, Christina Ricci is in that one. Man, do I conflate those two actresses? Because <laughs> uh, he's worked with both of them, and yeah. they both like own Halloween to me. It, you could fucking bring her back. Um, uh, he hasn't worked with Johnny Depp in a minute. He could be Frankenstein. I don't give a shit. Well, maybe not because I think they dated. some. maybe not do Johnny Depp. Do anyone else? Doesn't matter. Christoph Waltz could be my Frankenstein. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm seeing Frankenstein, not the creature. We will make that distinction when we get to Frankenstein. I just want, God damn it, I want one last good Tim Burton. I miss him so much. I miss him. I know you miss him. Yeah. I know you miss. I know you like Sleepy Hollow. I know you like it. I
1: love Sleepy Hollow. I love, I think the last movie I love of his would be uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah,
0: that's. I'm I not gonna say Sweeney almost Todd. 20 years ago, but it was 2007. 2007. Yeah, yeah, it's going on some some minutes, so. I know it's in there somewhere because that's not that long ago, but get out of that CGI bullshit. Stop working with Disney. I know he's. it's the worst thing for him to do because his remakes are all terrible. Somehow he just literally cannot. I mean, I guess Sweeney Todd is technically a remake, I guess, because there's. Uh, versions out there before but man does he not have a good track record planet of the apes is, that's well, whatever uh, dark shadows no dumbo no uh, i know there's other ones but i don't have my his imdb up in front of me because i don't need it i know the good ones and the good ones are ed wood and fucking tim uh the beetlejuice and what uh the
1: batman uh, are you are you wanting full-blown like burton Yes, like sleepy hollow burton where it's yes it is dark it is brooding it is god violence but it's got that tim burton-ness to it so you're wanting uh, that for this
0: everything about i love everything about sleepy hollow except that shot of cgi with the snakes coming out of that bitch's eyes yeah which girl i hate that scene so fucking much everything in that movie except that that's what I want in this movie. It, that's him borrowing from Hammer and Mario Bava at the same time, coming together make, to make a movie. That's what I want again. I want sets, actual goddamn sets. I want fucking. I think all of Dumbo was fucking filmed in front of a green screen, it's terrible. Goddamn, no, never I, even that. That.
1: I don't but, even know the last movie. I, I, I think Alice in Wonderland is where he lost me. Oh god, that's goodness. the last one I watched. That's the last movie of his that I've actually watched with my eyes. <laughs> with my eyes, with my eyeballs,
0: big big eyes. Speaking of eyes, is fine. It's just like Tim Burton directed. Like if you didn't know Tim Burton directed it, you'd be like, "Yeah, it's fine." But then you find out Tim Burton directed, you're like, "Tim Burton directed this? Really? I saw this in theaters. I don't know why I saw this in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's it's the definition of, eh. It's fine. But again, I just." Uh,
1: If I saw if I saw it had the vibe of Sleepy Hollow, this might be what would I would pay to go see for him. And you would would be so fucking excited because you're like, yes, you're back.
0: Because all that I honestly believe it would take one movie for everyone to be like, he's back. Yeah. I don't think he's that far into the hole where everyone would write him off. I think if he just made one good movie, one like really good movie, everyone would be like. Fucking finally, Tim. Where have you been? About goddamn time. Yeah. No. So that's my bride of Frankenstein. I
1: got you. I feel you. I feel you. I likes it. All right, the on first. to the Frankenstein. Um, if
0: we don't have the same director, <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs> <laughs> I will be shocked.
1: So I'm wanting. Uh, I feel like all mine are. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like kind of the quirkiness. Like all mine are going. I, I think this this guy can definitely do dark kind of black comedy so he may kind of throw that in there um with this but i like the grief aspect i'm with this one i'm going with a more of a grief feel overtone to it i uh, am going with ari aster who does it the best so i guess we're not I, we don't have the same one
0: we absolutely do not i'm amazed that uh, i had our eggers and you had an aster and i, I didn't get my aster but okay i'm glad that we both have one of the masters one of the
1: new one of the new masters yeah Mm -hmm. but no yeah i i think with this i i like the that that kind of once we get into him becoming the monster out in the world like can you imagine ariel astor doing the the child drowning scene Yes. Mm. Like that's almost like that's my move. Like there's my pitch. Ari Astor doing the the drowning scene and whatnot and having him just but I, I think, you know, there's I think with the actual Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein having like this there's a guilt there over like he's not just I, I feel like it's just not a mad scientist here. I haven't played I haven't like fleshed the whole thing out of What is it? Is it like a a his son or something like that? Is it there? Is there something? But there's some type of this overwhelming, like I've got to get this done for whatever reason. And of course, like like it would. It it is great. This marvelous achievement, but it also backfires in a big way. And there has to be this just kind of. And I and I feel like the look. Of it, uh, would be uh, really you know because he, he I I I would want it to kind of be a mixture of the darkness that is kind of in hereditary, but then there's that light kind of um, in, in that in that area of uh, midsummer, kind of that play up, kind of that dark light and dark, but good and bad, that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I'm going with my uh, Frankenstein is Ariaster. I mean.
0: You know how much I love Hereditary. It's not a a surprise to you that if you picked an Ari Aster, that you got my fucking... You got my money. (laughs) You got your money. You got my money. Mine is so stupidly obvious because he's been trying to make this fucking movie for 20 goddamn years and no one will let him. And I don't know why no one will give Guillermo del Toro $50 million to make a fucking Frankenstein movie. But goddamn it, just give him the fucking money I'll do it myself, God damn it! Just give Guillermo del Toro the money to do a fucking Frankenstein. Imagine the Universal monsters if, like, Universal actually went to Guillermo del Toro and was like, "Here's a blank check." Shape of Water. That's your creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Now do your Frankenstein. Now do your Dracula. Imagine the, what the world would be like if the, that's what he was allowed to do. I want his fucking Frankenstein. I've seen the the, the pictures of um, Doug Jones as the Frankenstein's monster, where he has a cage on his back that has the bones of Frankenstein that he's just carrying around because he's just he got his revenge and he's just like, oh, I'm just fucking around with his bones now or some shit. It was like a weird image and I was like, that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It's Guillermo del Toro. He loves this goddamn thing, and for some reason. He just can't get it made, and I, after the after Nightmare Alley gets nominated for Best Picture, which it will, I will be shocked if it's not good because it looks great. The trailers just came out to date this episode. Looks amazing. Looks fantastic. the 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 original is amazing, so I can only imagine how good this one's gonna be. After this, if somebody doesn't cut him a check. Because I'm, I'm also surprised Marvel hasn't come after him to do, like, a fucking something. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand why we can't. And just never also never forget that in the 80s, David Cronenberg was going to do Frankenstein. And I considered him because I'm like, how did the master of body horror, the guy, when you say body horror, David Cronenberg is the one that comes to your mind. And Frankenstein, which is literally the textbook body horror, mm-hmm. how did that never happen? Right. How did that? He was born to make that movie and yet it never fucking happened.
1: Yeah. He was, he was, I was the side between Cronenberg and Astor for Frankenstein.
0: I mean, I also, it would also have been, I mean, if you went first and you picked David, then I would have went with the song. <laughs> I would have went with Raymond. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you can't get David, right. go with the second best. So. Yeah. Let's go on to the one that the only one on my list that's I think not I think is the only one I actually want to be scary. This is my this is my scary one. I'm going scary for Dracula. So which which where are you going with Dracula?
1: All right. So I think with my because it's it's all about to me focusing on Dracula, but I I think that I want that kind of isolated. Um, lost soul Dracula is what I'm kind of hammering on, and I think who don't care, Dracula, yeah, kind of you know, like that. Like he's he's he knows what he is, you know, he knows that he can't get close to anybody, he knows that he's just this isolated, he's got to stay in his castle or whatever he's living in, he's got to be in this. Uh, just by himself he's been alone for ages all this kind of stuff and it's wearing on him and it's so it's him trying to kind of navigate this because he's like oh you know i don't want to do this <laughs> i don't want to be this but you know i can't die that kind of thing and i i think the director that i have um and there's pretty much there's a lot of i think like the imagery that that as soon as i say my director the imagery that you'll That'll pop into your mind with it. Uh, you'll know exactly where I'm going. But there's, a, you know, pretty much kind of the one movie that I really kind of focus in on, but he's done it quite a bit. But I'm going with Darren Aronofsky. And it's kind of like The Wrestler is kind of, you know, kind of that, even like Black Swan in a sense, where she's kind of isolated. But I like The Wrestler, where he's like, I've overstayed my welcome. And I have no real friends. I have no real family. All I have is this urge to do what I, uh, what's in my veins, you know, and which for him was wrestling.
0: That's literally every Aronofsky character. Right.
1: Right. And so why not that with Dracula and give him, but with, you know, but we know that, yeah, it's like you're sympathetic toward this person, but they kind of bring it on themselves, you know, or they flat out bring it on themselves. One of the, you know, other, so it's, that's kind of where, where I'm going with it, uh, with him, but, you know, black swan, I think the imagery is, is ripe for a Dracula. And I think, I kind of think it would be kind of through the, the, I feel like, you know, all the other ones, like I have like different pair, this one would be kind of my only like time jump, you know, where it's, you know from throughout whether it's him i almost feel like uh and you know a, a, a movie is kind of escaping me but where he's i guess i just kind of go back to the wrestler of like him remembering the good times or the bad times like you know that kind of stuff uh and you just kind of feel that weight for uh for dracula and so
0: like a a good well, have you seen interview with a vampire yeah okay i mean that's kind of what not really but i mean it starts in present day and then
1: right it's like he knows he like there's like he had good times when he when he became dracula or he found out that he was immortal and all that kind of like hell yeah you know that type of but then it's like highlander kind of like highlander in a sense where like you know he he it's like this is great he finds out that he can't die but then he outlives everybody that kind of thing in a sense of course, I'm not that, but that's just kind of what I'm thinking of like the person of like seeing how the, there's the good things, but, but, you know, but at a certain point, it's just like, okay, I'm done with this, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I love Darren Aronofsky. I think he's hit or miss. He's, he did, um, Mother, right? Yeah. 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 Cause I, so I love, I mean, that's my favorite Aronofsky, but I love the wrestler. I love Black Swan. I believe those two were supposed to be the same movie, and he like split them up. Like his girlfriend in that was supposed to be a ballerina or some shit, And He's like, "This is what is this movie I'm making? I gotta split this fucking thing in half." Kind of like Annie Hall, the original Annie Hall. I'm glad he did. We have we, ha- we have to talk about Woody Allen oh, in every fucking God. episode. The original version of Annie. There's another version of Annie Hall that's like he just cut another movie out of that movie. He's like, what is this movie that's in this movie? I just got to cut it out. Like, it's crazy to me that he's just like, no, nope, I'm just going to release this part of the movie. And then there's another version of that movie that's just like out there on a shelf somewhere or maybe in the trash because he's like, this is trash. I don't know what I'm doing with this. But mine is going to be, I'm not, Dracula's not the lead of my movie. I'm, I'm making Dracula scary again because it's been too goddamn long. <laughs> Since I've been afraid of fucking right. Dracula. No offense, Luke Evans. You're delicious. You're not scary. Gary Oldman, he comes close. But I want that fucking Nosferatu okay. scary. I feel you. And while they would have been perfect for me to pick Robert Eggers, because he's, he's been trying to do Nosferatu for a minute. I, I think he's still attached, but we'll see where that goes. But so I'm doing like a mashup of like Evil Dead and Aliens right where you have a group of people stuck in a location with a fucking monster and the loc they can't leave the location and but in the case of um dracula's castle the location keeps changing because dracula has the power to fuck with your mind and shit so very much i guess like annihilation i'm not going with that
1: picture but
0: kind of like that where it's He's fucking with their perceptions and shit, and
1: they don't know what's like, real and all that. They stuff. don't know what's real. What time it is? What day it is?
0: They they go into this room, and they're like, or and then they come out and they're in a different hallway or some shit. And they're like, "Where the fuck am I?" So, and he's just fucking with them, and he's picking them off one by one because he has he kidnapped Harker's woman as he does because he, like all of them, just, just trying to get his dick wet. They're horny little monsters. So I'm, I'm picking, you know, the, the Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead is still scary, y'all. It's not, it, I think we've supplanted this idea that Ash is funny and shit, but the original was fucking scary. Yeah. There's, it's isolated. They can't leave. Spooky shit. Alien. The best isolation horror movie ever. So the person I think that can do that is someone I don't think you like that much. And that's, well, I know you like one of his movies. Andre Overdahl. And I don't know. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. But he did, Troll Hunter, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which I know you don't like, and I think it's a, a horror movie you like, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I love
1: that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So talk about isolated horror. Two mm-hmm. characters stuck in a fucking. Um, what would you call that? A mortuary. And um, I don't know the the name of it, but he's there. What did What do you call that? A uh,
1: yeah, you had to ask me.
0: Uh, A a (laughs) place where you do autopsies. What what, what do we know? Words? We don't fucking know. Um, And the fucking dead body, because it's (laughs) possessed by something or is something, it's just fucking with them. It's one of the best versions of that ever. It's such an effective small, scary little fucking horror movie with... It it makes the darkness of a hallway and the ring of a bell terrifying. Where you're like what yeah Yeah. so imagine that but instead of hot naked sexy girl dracula and actual scary fucking dracula not sparkling robert pattinson which could be scary if i see naked robert pattinson sparkling in the the distance no i want max shrek nosferatu scary ass, that fucking weird-looking uh, Harlow from Salem's Lot, that-looking vampire, in a Dracula's castle where you can't, once they get in, they can't get out because the door's locked or shit like that. Uh, so I'm just replacing the Xenomorph with the Dracula, making them scary again, going with Overdraw because he's he's done it once before. I love Autopsy. I like Scary Swords in the Dark, but I don't want that one. I don't want that overdraw because that one's it's not, that's not scary. It's yeah. made for kids. Right. I want, I want spooky I want scary. So he's my boy.
1: Oh yeah. I, I like, I like that pick. Like I said, scary stories in the dark. It, it's just for kids and that's, you know, there's nothing scary about it. All that stuff. I, I just, I thought with the way he did autopsy of Jane Doe Troll Hunter is a good one too. People need to go watch Troll Hunter. hmm That's really well done, but I I was thinking something that was going to be a little bit more serious and it wasn't but yeah, Autopsy of Jane Doe I I, I can see where you're going with that Do
0: you have his IMDb up? in front of you? Yeah, Isn't he doing a Dracula movie?
1: He did something called Mortal
0: Oh, Um, okay I don't know if that's it He doesn't have something in post-production right now?
1: No, the only things that I see in post-production there's a last voyage of Demeter Yeah,
0: that's a fucking Dracula movie. Oh, it is. It is.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. But that's the voyage. So that's where they're bringing his body over.
0: Now, okay, everyone listening, (laughs) I I don't check IMDb, and I know that's it's a bane in fucking Kane's existence. I don't do it because I know I I have a pretty decent knowledge. In my mind, that movie was being made by Neil Marshall because he tried to make it years ago, like a hundred years ago. So, in my mind, I knew it was getting made. I thought Neil Marshall was fucking doing it. I forgot that he should. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we're not too far off. So Not too
1: far off. And that's going to be, I think that's kind of more, because it's supposed to be on a, the ship. So, they're bringing him from, like, England to the States or yeah, that's something like it, that.
0: It's the part of the movie that we don't see, but when Gary Oldman Dracula is getting trans- transported from Transylvania to like it, they cut it out, but that voyage, everyone on this, or I guess it's in the book. They're going from it,
1: Carpathia, so they're going from like a Russian area to London. Is yeah, in this and, movie, yeah.
0: In um in the book, because it's been years since I've read that, but they say yeah, there was nothing left but like uh rats or some shit like they don't even know what happened to the bodies it was just like an empty boat and they're like what happened you know and since you're reading it but it's like a throwaway line but it's like that throwaway line is a fucking movie neil marshall knew it he's like i'm gonna fucking make a movie about what the fuck happened to the demeter i i'm guessing that's how you pronounce it yeah and yeah that would be great um, so I guess that's gonna work as my prequel to my movie. <laughs> damn, I totally forgot. His name. <laughs> but you know, I guess we're on the same page, so he knows he knows what's up, Dracula, <laughs> right? Make him scary again. <laughs> uh, can I is, is it too late? All right, I'm getting Robert eggers for this.
1: One. <laughs> too late, damn it. you gotta buy him out and be like, nope. That's not coming out till twenty twenty three, so maybe you could rush production and get this done.
0: Twenty twenty three? Were they building the ship? <laughs> God damn! I thought that shit was already in the. Camp. I know that's why I said
1: it was post production. I'm like, it's going to take another two years, but I don't know. To in today's world, everything's being pushed back and all that stuff, so no telling. That's that's true. All right, no, I like I like your picks. I would I would watch them. Um, I are I. You- do you uh,
0: want to run them down real quick?
1: Yeah, yeah. you want to run them down? All right, so for My Mummy, Hong Jin Na, Creature Black Lagoon, Alex Garland, The Wolfman, S. Craig Zoller, Bride of Frankenstein, Jennifer Kent, Frankenstein, Harry Astor, and Dracula, Darren Aronofsky.
0: For My Mummy, I have S. Craig Zoller, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Tommy Vercola. Wolfman, Robert Eggers, Brett of Frankenstein, Tim Burton, Frankenstein, Guillermo del Toro, and Dracula, Andre, Overdraw, Overdraw. God, I need to learn how to get that guy's last name. I feel bad, although I do have a German in here. We got a a Mexican in here. I don't know what Overdraw is. I think he's Swedish or Norwegian or something. I, I wish I had a little bit more diversity. I wish I had a lady in there to spice things up. I did say I wanted... Issa from Tigers are not afraid, but she didn't. I wanted some prestige. Sometimes you
1: go with yeah. Sometimes you got to go with who you. Got to go with I, I Adversity's not always uh, not always the the driving factor. Sometimes
0: this is true. I just want to see more monster movies from the ladies because while I'm not a fan of it, a lot of people seem to be uh, seem to like the girl who walks alone at night. I almost Linda. went with her for
1: my bride pick. Yeah, All, uh, Anna Lily and Poor Ampur. I'm, like I'm a poor. I'm a poor.
0: I'm glad you went there first because I was going to get her first Evelyn yeah. mixed up. Uh, she was attached to do Cliffhanger, and I guess that fell apart. And I was like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was like a female. Okay, and it was going to be female lead, and I was like, That's that interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, you got me there, Kristen Stewart, yeah. Okay. because she would have dropped. Stallone ain't going to drop anyone with those beefy meat hands. He's not dropping nobody. Kristen Stewart, she's got those slippery hands. She's a lady.
1: because she's a woman.
0: She's a woman. She's not strong. He's not
1: as strong she, as a man. So
0: strong. I'm a man, man, man. She man. smells good. She's going to drop somebody. I think, actually, I really think that would be a really interesting movie because I like Cliffhanger. It's ridiculous, but I do like it. But I think. It could be done better, and I think...
1: And then there's, uh, like, cliff monsters that come out and kill them.
0: <laughs> fucking Kristen Stewart is a cliff... Uh, whatever expert. Cliffhanger, I guess. Uh, fighting a Yeti? Fucking going. are
1: going up against the descent-type monsters? I'm not
0: even going to take money out of my wallet. I'm going to take my wallet and just throw it at the screen. Now, speaking of the descent, I did think of Neil Marshall, because he's done a lot of monster shit, and he seems to like that shit. But man, you need one more good movie before I fucking throw your ass a bone because you're in the doghouse. Because you've been making too much shit lately, Neil. So you need one passable movie. Because Doomsday wasn't it. And Hellboy was fine. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great. But it was f- it's not as bad as people. It's people act like that damn thing shit on their lawn. Like it's not that bad. The Baba Yaga scene alone was fucking worth the, the price of admission. Like it's not that bad. It's just closer to the comics, and that's why a lot of people bounce off it. just seems
1: like a one-hit wonder. I mean, I know Dog Soldiers is, it's Dog Soldiers, but.
0: Again, but it's good enough. I know that's what I mean, but that's what
1: I mean, but it's like, that. okay. Like you said, that was in 2005. Yeah. That was his second movie. What have you done for the last 15, 16 years?
0: He's directed some of the best episodes of TV.
1: No one cares.
0: the three best episodes of Game of Thrones were from Neil Marshall. No one cares. Before... <laughs> I mean, before that show went to shit, Neil Marshall was there, man. He was keeping that damn thing afloat. I
1: get it, but no one cares. Like, I want my movies.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, and he just made one after um, Hellboy. It was about the reckoning. Yeah, yeah, the reckoning. Um, That looks awful. Yeah, doesn't look great. So, I don't know. I he seems to love monster The descent is so strong that I'm like, it's so
1: good. How I just how did he how did he do that, and just nothing else. I wonder if there was like, because yeah, you said he did games with her, and he did a really good Hannibal, like he did the Red Dragon episode of Hannibal, the TV show. Um, So good, and it's it's really good. good, But it's like, is it? it, Is he kind of like in a like zombie where it's like, oh, it just happened to happen, or is there there was there a certain type of? things around him that kind of focused him like were there people around him that just like okay you have to stay in these type of parameters or this is you know that type of thing like was there a reason why that worked that is around him whereas it's not but you know so but i haven't seen a lot of his other work either of like the tv shows those are the only ones i've seen
0: I mean, everything he does in CB is great, and the movies are like hit him. Doomsday is fine. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I'm giving it a pass because I love post apocalyptic shit. But it is, uh, yeah. It's. I mean, it's not as bad as like a Neil Blomkamp, where you're like, yeah, you were a one hit wonder. District (laughs) Nine is literally it, and you've just gotten progressively worse every single fucking time. He's consistently made eh. Eh, like it's. Eh, I want that one descent. So I almost threw him a bone for one of these fucking things. But I, I just don't. I don't trust you anymore, no more. I just don't. And having, and here's the thing. I just gave Tim Burton a bone, and God damn it, he hasn't made a mo- good movie since 2000. He made Dumbo. Here's.
1: But they're on. They're on totally. At least, at least Burton. We know he has consistently done great things. They haven't done, like, yeah. Those needles have done one great thing.
0: This is true, but he's never made anything as bad as Alice in Wonderland. So maybe that's him, Burton's dad. He's never made anything (laughs) that bad. That is a bad movie. Yeah, There's no defending it. If you defend it, I'll slap your mouth. It is not a good... It's one of the ugliest things, first of all. Mm -hmm. It's ugly. I saw that shit in 3D, like IMAX, and that was... No IMAX movie is ugly. That thing was like vomit. It was it's it's unpleasant to look at, to listen to. I don't like any of it. I hate it. Terrible fucking movie. I will defend Planner of the Apes because it's. I mean, at least the fucking practical effects are great. The monkeys look great. Mark Wahlberg, why? I don't know. But that. Oh uh, uh, no. But yeah, Tim Burton at least has something. But Neil Marshall, I don't know well this has been our halloween edition smaller contained episode and that was our list if you agree or disagree hit a separate screen age wasteland or you can vote on whose picks are better over at total recast podcast on instagram and if you want to hear even more episodes throw some point over at patreon that's our episode i'm sailor he's kane and this has been total recast we remake movies so hollywood won't. until next time